Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I just got out of the shower because I have to go to work on the at the night shift. So oh, just, oh. <laughs> that's, that's totally fine. I, I mean, I mean, if you don't mind, you know, we, you, you know, we would like to. No, no, no. But okay, this okay. is me. Yeah, this is this is it. <laughs> I always have to ask people because you never know. You know, and stuff. You know, one thing might bleed yeah. to the other, and a haywire might go out. You know, so okay, so uh, so I'm going to just introduce her first. And then I'm going to say, oh, um, your your last name is pronounced Macaulay? Macaulay? Macaulay. Macaulay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll, <laughs> I'll try to remember that. It's okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, when uh, Welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks. I am your handicapped host, James Cox. And we got an awesome interview today. I want to tell you about it first before we bring, bring, we bring her on. Uh, the band No Bro was founded almost as a challenge to McCoy when the aftermath of a relationship with a prominent Montreal musician made her determined to be more than a footnote on the person's Wikipedia page. She realized she possessed all the tools and expressed herself in her own voice and to shape her own destiny. All that was needed were fellow musicians who felt the same as fate has it. They were near all they were all nearby, shaping their own destiny, mastering their instruments, ready to shred a, as hard as they could, and we're and were ignited when they found each other. We have the lead singer of No Bro with us today, Catherine McConaughey. Yes. Doing? Oh, doing well, thanks. How are you? Was that an okay introduction? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nice. It's just so funny when you hear it back to you, you yeah. know what I mean? Because when you say things to people and then they're like, they write like a biography or whatever, you're yeah. like, oh my god, that's my life. And they used to be like, so but that's, I mean, that, I mean, that's, that's awesome. That, I mean, that's something that, right, you know, real quick, you know, so. Uh, yeah. So, um, you're you're in, in in Canada now, right? Yeah, we're in Canada. We're in the Great White North, Montreal, yes. Quebec. Yeah. So, so I've never been to Canada. Any any good? Uh, well, if I ever get down there, uh, what would be what would be the two main areas you would tell me to go first? Uh, where are you from? Columbia, where are you located right now? Columbia, South Carolina, USA. Where is that? Where is that? In the the north, the south, east, that the is, west, that is, that is east, uh, southeast, I think. Southeast, okay. Yeah, technically. Um, I think it places? is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. With the, well, I'm real bad with with um, you know, where where everything is. So you know, yeah, but it's southeast. Do you, guys, uh, do you have really bad winters down there? Like, do you get snow and stuff? No, we don't have any winters at all. Like, like for the past. Like three years, we never had, we never seen snow. Okay, yeah, okay. Like, like ten years ago, we saw snow, but that was ten years ago. <laughs> you know, so, so, so if you come to Canada, you have to see the Rocky Mountains, and you have to see it in the winter because it's really beautiful. I mean, it's cold. It's cold as hell, and you have to wear like a big jacket. <laughs> I love jackets. I love jackets. <laughs> you have to like. 
turn into Rocky Balboa or whatever. But yeah, it's really beautiful in the winter in BC. Um, where I live in Montreal, it's also very, very beautiful. So I would say those two places. Nice. Yeah, because every time, like, like I think in my mind, like, I need a noom jacket every time it gets cold. But it never gets colder, you know? I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, we're still sweating down here, and it's almost in December. So, Lord knows, man, yeah. you know? So... Um, so in November of 2018, you, you formed the No Bro. And okay, so answer me this real fast. I told my co-host that I had you coming on and I told him the name and I was like, I wonder why they call themselves No Bro. And he's like, well, they have no bros in their band. I'm like, that's genius. <laughs> so, so is that why, is that how the No Bro name got, got formed or is there something yeah, more? Yeah. <laughs> No, you're you're right. It's, nice. There's no dudes. Yeah. And uh, there was like when we first started the band, there was a bunch of people, men that wanted to play guitar in the band, and I'm just like, no, bro, no, bro, and then it just yeah. became nice. the name. It's so stupid. Yeah. Well, it's great because I always say, hey, no, bro, come on now, it's all good. You yeah. know? <laughs> so, um, so in the intro that I just mentioned, um, you found each other uh, formed by fate. Uh, so what was chemistry like when you all played together or practiced for the first time ever you all, you all got, you know, got together and, you know, what, what, what was that like? Uh, I wish that our band had more of like a conventional uh, origin story, you know, like we all just came together and then it was magic. It actually happened over the course, like this formation happened there over the course of a few years and we had to go through a few members to get to this point. Um, but I mean, right off the bat, like the original members of the band, it was just always so fun and it was always so exciting to play with one another. And, and you know, as the band progressed and people have come and gone, even now, like when you play, it's still exciting and it's still really, really fun. So yeah, when we play, it's always been exciting and fun. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I, I feel like... Um, uh, most band members were brought by fate with with their own um, band because, you know, I I always say like if like if Slash got together with like Bon Jovi that that would never connect you know, so yeah everything everything happens by fate I believe you know I mean it's it's just natural you know and it's good and yeah. it's good when you find a, like a friendship that that you connect over with music you know you don't have very yeah, much sure. very much stuff to argue about you know yeah so. yeah. Uh, so I read on an online interview uh, that you mentioned that you mentioned that your most memorable show was at the church's basement, in which yeah. no one was there. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, could you uh, explain, guide us to why this was your most memorable show ever? Uh, you know what's funny? I think there might be something wrong with me because no. it's like no matter what amazing things or like whatever you accomplish, it doesn't matter if there's like one bad thing or if if you have like one bad show, it's like that's the thing that you remember the most. You know what I mean? It's like all the good stuff is just like one giant memory that blends together and then all the bad stuff are like these pointed edges, you know, that like come just like like just pricking you once in a while so yeah I don't know I just it just it, like that show in particular was like really difficult because I had worked the night before like I I, I worked a lot and then you know because you're in a band and you're trying to like make something for yourself and you have to like 
fund your own dreams and it's expensive and it's it's hard and so I'd been working woke up in the morning got the car we went to Toronto and then we showed up for the show and there was nobody there and then we got back in the car and drove all the way home and it was like a five-hour drive in the morning and then I had to go just straight to work and I'm a bartender and people sometimes aren't very nice to you and they can be very rude and it's just I don't know the whole thing it just felt so hopeless you know like it felt so hopeless and it was like because I've been at it for a while uh for like a couple years and and uh yeah and it just I was like I don't know if this is gonna work like uh, but there's a you know there was like so many more of those situations before that it wasn't just one bad show and uh yeah and I just remember being like I don't know like this music is so hard and it's like so thankless and you have to like just get you have to get yourself out of out of this basement and onto like a better stage you just have to figure it out so to me that was like the turning point was like either you do this and you stop fucking feeling bad about yourself or you just quit you know Well, I, well, I totally agree with you on the um, rude people because, I, you, you, like you said before, you are a bartender, and I work at Outback Steakhouse, so I understand completely about rude yeah. people. Um, you can't, you know, you can't run away from them. You know, they'll find you somehow. You know, yeah, and um, sure. a, a lot of bands team, um, want to forget their worst show, or, or in your case, um, you did the opposite. You, remember, you know, it's totally rememberable <laughs> for you. So right on, right on. Yeah. Um. So I was looking at, uh, well, while I was researching the band, um, uh, the record label Dining Music is a record label that's been that's been in the that's been in company since two thousand five, um, and you, yeah. and your band has signed with them throughout your whole um, catalog. Uh, yeah. So could you tell us how you came about to sign with Dining Music? Um, you know, your record label, or or or, or did they seek you, or like did you find them? Oh my God, no, we totally so. You know, no, we went, we went knocking on doors. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. We we went knocking on doors, and then Joel, the head of the label, I just like emailed him one day, and I was like, I don't know, I I don't even know how I got his email address, but I I think I just like canvassed a few people that were in the music industry, and uh, and so I got his email, and I was like, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm just gonna email this dude. He doesn't know me. I don't know him. I have nothing to lose. So I just emailed him and then he got back to me and I was so surprised. And he was like, okay, I think there's, you know, some potential here and blah, blah, blah. So then we, we started the conversation and then I think a year or a year and a half after that, we finally signed. So it was like a a big, long process to, to getting signed, but yeah, we finally, we finally did it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's what I'd like to hear because, you know, you hear some of these bands that, I mean, just like, Oh, they found us. You know, we just looked out like, nope, that's not. You know, I mean, that's good. That's good for them. But I mean, you know, what about other bands like like your band who had to, you know, who had to knock on doors and, um, you know, uh, sell themselves to them. You know, that's 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 very hard work. You know. So, yeah, I mean, you got. I mean, the the nice thing though is like, I don't know. I don't have a lot of uh, shame. I suppose you know, if you fail, you fail. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. What are you gonna yeah. do? <laughs> so you might as well just like. When you're up to bat, you might as well like swing, you know. Not, you never know. You could you could hit the fences. You don't yes, know. Yes, you could knock it at the front end, but you did. Yeah, so that's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so the the, the uh, no bro um released their first EP 
Sick Hustle on April 3rd of 2020 last year. Um, oh, um, be, before we get to this um, t- subject, um, how was uh, music music for you in uh, in the year of the pandemic? Was it like fruitful or was it like a like hard thing? Like, did you record during the, during the pandemic or? Uh, no, not really. I feel like it was really difficult. I mean, the the other people, the other girls in the band, they are uh, musicians by trade. Like, this is what they do for the living. They okay. play right. like drums and they play the you know, like uh, bongos and guitar. So they continued to play music through the pandemic with their other various projects. Me, however, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> you were working, right? Even, <laughs> well, I don't know. I couldn't even write because it's like, you know, life, life was happening in a vacuum. Like you weren't being exposed to the elements and like you, just life in general. It was like, I don't know, just when you're in your room and you're staring at your walls and everything's just kind of not happening. I don't know. It's, it's, I felt like life needed to happen and life wasn't happening. I know that sounds horrible because I should have taken advantage of the time that I had, but I, I slept and I got, was so well rested and I feel like my neck actually looks a lot younger from not being stressed out so much. So yeah, cause I, uh, I always, I always sleep on my neck wrong, and it's, you know. Uh, but one thing before we go to the next question, and, and, and these questions are popping down to my head. Um, I was uh, watching your, your, um, your video called Don't Die, and I thought that was hilarious, yeah. hilariously uh, well, well captain. Uh, um, for anybody who doesn't know what, what I'm talking about, there is a, there's a video of him called, of the song called Don't Die. And it's a live action slash uh, cartoon video, correct? Yep. Yes. In in, in which, uh, well, you 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 just gotta watch it for yourself. But but uh, um, did you did 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 you and the and, and the rest of the band come up with the concept, or did the or like who who came up with that whole concept? Because that's just great. It's uh it's Greg. His name's Greg Doble. And uh, it's funny, we actually went to high school together, oh, nice. but we didn't know we went to the, yeah, we didn't even know we went to the same high school. Oh, yeah. We oh. didn't even know, we didn't even know, because <laughs> it was like a big high school, and we went there for one year, right. and uh, yeah, we were in the same school, and then years later, we're, I'm in Montreal, and I work at a bar, and he just comes in there, and we start talking, and he told me that he uh, is an illustrator and a cartoonist. And then we decided to collaborate on this project. And then he sent me a treatment. I sent him a song, the song, Don't Die. Yeah, yeah. And then he sent us a treatment of, of that whole video. And we're like, oh my God, this, this is, is amazing. Yeah, so he, it, yeah. he it's, it's all him. It's oh, all nice. Him. Well, he's a great dude. Yeah. You know, he's, a, he's a great illustrator because I fell in love with that video. Um, yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> So, so like I was saying before, um, you you released your first EP, Sick Hustle, in April third, uh, twenty twenty last year, uh, yeah. With releasing singles such as "The Kids Are Back," uh, in twenty eighteen, and "Mongoose" and "Elala" in twenty nineteen. Uh, did the bill did did the band feel like they were ready to release the EP first, and the singles for the next record or or later? Uh, because on singles that were released in 2018 and 2019, those songs are not on sequestral. Yeah. Uh, we were like, uh, we were really ready to release that. E- the, the EP in 2020 came together really, really fast. It okay. was like, 
we wrote the songs like I think a month before we recorded them and then we were in the studio for like four days and then we just like slammed that whole thing out uh, and then the the singles before that we were wanting to release an album because um, we had previously went and recorded a bunch of songs but then during that time the guitar player decided to move to uh, across the country and she no longer wanted to be in the band oh, anymore yeah. um, which was which was like heartbreaking it was so heartbreaking because we just had like recorded all of this music and we're really excited about it um, so then we decided to hold off on that album and then during that time was on the the bongo player she she came on to the she came on to the lineup and then she added this whole other dimension to the songs and then by the time that was all happening the old stuff felt a little too far away to release it was just kind of going in a in a new direction um so yeah and then but we were like we need to release something like we have to release some music and so we released a couple of, yeah something <laughs> yeah. anything <laughs> so right? released, yeah yes yeah, so, so we just chose a couple of songs and we we're like whatever it's just it's good enough for now and then when we did our ep it was kind of like we we're like okay now we're ready to really really so we had all the sounds and we have the the guitar player that we have now caroline and she's amazing and lazon was there and sarah the drummer she's just unbelievable and then so it was just like okay this is the band this is the sound these are the songs let's like do it you know uh so i'm okay so i'm i'm sort of confused about what your genre is because for me (laughs) when, when i listen to it it sounds more more punk than hard rock is that okay? Is yeah. That, is that safe to say, or is it more more hard rock, punk rock, or because I because you because certain certain bands fall into so many categories, you know. So yeah, I I don't even know what genre is anymore. You know what I mean? Yes, I don't even know exactly. I don't know exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> Foo Fighters could be rock, pop, uh, metal. I guess you would consider. You know, it's so many. So I so I don't think genres exist anymore unless you're. Like a Stone Cold Country band, or you know, it's like weird. You know, it's weird how how people label label certain bands nowadays. You know, it's odd. You know. Yeah. Um. So. So what? Okay. So you are the bassist and the singer, correct? Yes. All right. So, yes. so what inspired you to go double duty in the band, taking them the bass and sing at the same time? Uh, I don't. Hmm. Well, I play. I like played the bass before um becoming a like a, well no no sorry, sorry I learned how to write songs play bass and sing all at the same time in a previous project okay. and then and then when that ended that was the only tools that I had were playing the bass and writing songs and singing it was well I mean that's that's a, you know the the foundation of what you need but that that's why I carried over it was like those were the things that I knew how to do right, yeah so. yeah awesome awesome uh, so what was it about the bass that 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 spoke volumes to you, and, and not the, like a guitar or the drums? Uh, I don't think it like necessarily spoke to me. It was almost like a a marriage of convenience, you know. It was kind of like because when I first learned, it was just like the the easier instrument to play. You know what I yeah. mean? And you can really d- dumb down a lot of the bass lines if you want to if whatever music that you're playing and so that was just kind of it it was like just the the easier option at the time yeah because when you're singing and playing bass you're like okay i don't want to mess up you know i just you know because yeah i find that to be more easier you know yeah yeah 
Awesome. Um, so with with Play the Bass, is there any equipment that you endorse so that our listeners can research them for themselves if they want to buy something that you use? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I play a couple different basses that I like. I like, I, oh, well, I know. I always play short scale basses, little, little itty bitty basses okay. because I'm little. Right. So, <laughs> so anything small yeah, right. and anything vintage is cool, nice. in my opinion. Nice. That's, that's always, man, I got small hands too, so I understand exactly where you're coming from. Because uh, those jumbo yeah. size fridge aren't good for my speed, you know. So, um, uh, we got um two more questions for you. Um, sure. so I'm I am a music lover by heart, and I'm always interested in what other people are listening to. Uh, is there anything? Is there anything that you could uh, uh give me to listen to so I can broaden my horizon on music? Uh, you know, I've been listening to this new-ish band from the UK. They're called Bad Nerves. I really like it. Um, there's also, <laughs> I'm just gonna like throw down an endorsement right now. Sure. My partner's my partner's band is really good. It's called Skeleton Club. Um, yeah. That sounds pretty badass. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, what else am I listening to right now? Oh, well, the girls, the other girls play in another band, uh, like uh, the drummer and the bongo player, Sarah Lazan. They have another band called Lay Shirley. It's L-E-S, Shirley. Okay. And then the guitar player, Caro, she has a band. It's it's in French, so it's a little hard even for me to say. It's called Comment de Bord. De bord. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah, they're all good. They're all great. And, nice, uh, nice. I'll, I'll definitely yeah. check about. Definitely check about. Uh, so our last question for you today is: uh, I I asked all my all my guests this. Is there any one song or any album that you can think of right now off of the cuff uh, that you can listen to, but you can't tell me or your friends or your mom or dad how it makes you feel inside? It's so powerful to you. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, there is one album. It's uh, it's one of my favorites. And when I first listened to it, it was kind of like, it was like, uh, it was just kind of like this moment where I was like, whoa, that's like, I don't know. It really meant something to me at the time. And it still does. And every time I listen to it, it just like conjures this, this emotion out of me. It's called a, it's, it's a John Lennon's Plastic Ono Band. Oh, yeah. 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 Nice. Nice. But uh, yeah, I would say that one. Awesome. Well, that's. That that beautifully sums it up because once again you can't explain how you feel, right? So that's that's it. That's no. the question. So that's great, great answer. I, I love anything John Lennon and, and the Beatles. Um, you know they've been a really big inspiration to me and and, and you, I guess. You know, and, been, and yeah. many other people. So uh, that's all the questions. Oh, well, hold on. Um, so okay, so um, where could the people find you on social media? Uh, we're on the internet, <laughs> so <laughs> we have um, we have Instagram. Yeah, Instagram is no bro music. Yeah, no bro music, and you're on Facebook too, right? Yeah, we're on Facebook. I think there's a website. I'm really bad with all that stuff. Okay, that's fine. And I I can, I, I can I find it in the link at the bottom. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're on the internet. Uh, somewhere, somewhere on the internet, you know. The deep dark web, right? So, um, we do once again thank you very much for coming on. And uh, my co-host says that he's sorry that he can't come on. He had other obligations to get to go to uh, today. But but we do hope that you come back later on and uh, 
and we'll talk again. Yeah, for sure. Yes, Thank you so much for having me. Have a great night. It was you really too. fun. You're right. I'm, I'm so glad to talk to you. Bye. You Bye. too. Bye.